Hello, welcome to Get in the Pit. Oster and Isai. I'm Oster. I'm Isai. And uh, this is a little teaser. This is not a full episode, but we're going to give you a little taste of what we're going to be bringing you. Um, yeah, so this is a podcast about metalcore. Um, we're we're going to cover... We're, we're running the gamut. We're covering everything from a uh, Haybreed to a Day to Remember. Um, we've that got, doesn't really seem like that big of a spectrum if you really think about it. It doesn't, but it is to me. Um, okay, we're covering everything from from autumn to ashes to earth crisis. That again doesn't feel like that big of a spectrum. <sighs> um, we're if- covering everything from all out war to um, Chiodos. Okay, there now we're, <laughs> we're, we're 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 making it bigger. Here's the easy one: we're covering everything from Converge to a day to remember. Yeah, <laughs> that's you the should, easy one. You should have said all out war to Zayo because it's A to Z. Get it? Yeah, yeah that's, that's better. That's better. You're better at that stuff. Um, I'm the brains of the operation. No, I'm yep. not. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, why are we doing this? It's fun. Yeah, I, I just yeah. I still just listen to metalcore mostly. Yeah, uh, Isai listens to metalcore. He plays metalcore. Um, I grew up with it. And then uh, discovered hardcore and kind of never went back, except for bands we're making exceptions for, uh, like Hatebreed. Um, so genres I, are. I just like added hardcore. It's like yeah. I, I got into metalcore and I just like I'm like okay, cool, and now hardcore too. I did recently revisit uh, probably what will be a perfect record on this um, uh, of Malice of the Magnum Heart by Misery Signals. Um and Still it got me record. it got me back. It's perfect. <laughs> I'm trying to I think I was mowing the lawn listening to Bury Your Dead and I was like, dog, we should do this. I think that's <laughs> what it was. Um yeah. almost so, a year ago. <laughs> yeah, this this is a long time coming. Um we we've banked so many episodes because we were on a previous podcast before about pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. And we didn't really bank any episodes, so if we didn't, like, if somebody couldn't do it that week, we'd be scrambling. We'd be like, oh, shit, I guess we're just not going to release. And so it just was kind of a, a pain sometimes, because we had four people with four very different schedules. Mm-hmm. And so it, it just made it tough to have that consistency. And then wrestling is such an ever-moving thing. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's a weekly thing that never ends. There's no off-season. Literally, a, a whole new company formed in the middle of us making the podcast, which yep. then just added so much more to our plate. Um, so we just went and for the last like eight months have banked episodes. Yeah, with we've, we have some with friends, we have some with just us. We ha- we have it all. We got we got some yeah. cool stuff, and we're gonna continue recording. We just wanted to bank a ton, get everything ready, so then when it's release time, you could fucking set your watch to it. Yeah, we're gonna. It's gonna be uh, very consistent. Um, as a podcast freak, that's very important to me. If one of my sh- my main shows isn't downloaded at ten oh one p.m., I have a minor panic attack because I need it. I need it in the morning. Um, yeah. So and then he gets a minor Hispanic attack as I go and kick his ass. 
<laughs> yes. Yes. Um, but yeah, so metalcore genres are dumb. Uh, we're just using metalcore as a broad statement for scene music. Yeah, mall mallcore. Uh, anything that uh sounds like the band listened to Metallica, um, and also plays breakdowns. That's really our only criteria. Like we've got a lot of shit on here, and. We're focusing kind of specifically too, kind of on the big like scene explosion of the 2000s. Yeah, like I mean, we've covered. I mean, we covered the uh, petitioning the empty sky by Converge, and that's probably the weirdest one we've done. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, we've covered the big uh, a day to remember record. Uh, we've done a Haybreed record. Um, we've done from Autumn to Ashes. We've done uh, from first to last. We've done from first to last. Wow. Um, there's two there's two episodes where I might regret some things I said, but I don't. I don't. Um, there's one yeah. episode spe- specifically that I regret having to do it because we did it twice. Oh, yeah. That's a from on Ashes. Yeah. And that record fucking sucks. Sorry. Absolutely. Spoiler. Um, yeah. We are. Can we hear some fucking dated references. Yes. I, just who fucking cares? We, we yeah. Just don't don't fucking talk to us about it. We don't care. Yeah, like we're gonna talk about things that happened a long time ago. Yeah. Um. And so yeah, that's 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 what's gonna happen. Um. Yeah. yeah um. We we've made a. I was gonna say what before we dive into what's your what's your cred? My cred. Yeah. Um. I've been a showgoer since I was 16 years old. <laughs> I've never played in a band. Um, I tried to play bass in a band with Isai called X Icebo X. Um, or Icebox. X Icebox. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, used to be straight edge, broke edge. Both of us edge edge break crew right here. Yep. Um, but I, I mean, the first big show I went to was. Where? 18 Visions, Remembering Never, uh, Misery Emory. Signals, Emery was why I went. Every other band scared me. And then I became a huge Remembering Never guy, strangely. Um, but, like, I listened to a lot of Barrier Dead. Um, when I got more into hard, like, before I got, like, way into hardcore, I was into Hatebreed. And then, yeah, just. Now I listen to podcasts and hardcore and uh, Carly Rae Jepsen, and that's about it. All right. Uh, Isai, what's what's your what's your cred? Um, I've been playing metalcore since I was sixteen. I never I never thought I'd be playing breakdowns for almost twenty years, but <laughs> fucking I. Um, Ryan Morgan and I were talking one day. I'm like Ryan Morgan from Misery Signals. Yeah, he's his he favorite like- band. Yeah, but we were just we were talking when we were in the studio. It's like I never thought I'd be still fucking playing breakdowns at this age, but like <laughs> as I'm like writing like the most breakdowns I've ever written in my life. Um, yeah, it's the kind of same thing. Just got into music, got into metalcore. I never fell out. Um, I mean, obviously, especially are there's, you there's, keep go ahead. I say there's obviously there's a big like point of time of like the metalcore I like or the style that I like. It's mm-hmm. like. It's not like I'm going and listening to every like fucking like Rise Records metalcore band or a lot of the newer kind of that new school stuff. Mine's more of the 
throwback, give me some dissonance or give me some like mystics warships or in flames and at the gates warship stuff. Like, like cool, that stuff's fun. Like from back in the day, which is why, one of the reasons why like I was stoked on this podcast. I'm like, hey, I wonder if these records are actually still good or if I was just a kid. Yeah, yeah. Um, because yeah, you're not current, right? Like you listen to like counterparts, and that might be the most current band, right? I mean, like I listen to like a lot of the like the Devin and I were talking Devin from Rejection Pact. Um, you'll be on the show a lot, but he he and I talked about um kind of like metalcore bands like these days that are like in the hardcore scene will even try to call themselves like metallic hardcore or say they're a hardcore band because they mm-hmm. just want to get lumped in with like big room metalcore, ego box metalcore, you know, light box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like a big like production. So yeah. bands, like, bands like Vane, like I, mm-hmm. I'm really into like bands like that, like stuff like Jesus Pieces, Super mm-hmm. Metalcore. Like, yeah. You know, bands like that, like that are newer, I really like. But well, it's like you have to stay in like the hard, like I guess like in the hardcore world, that's like what I'm, the metalcore bands like that. Well, and what's funny now is like the Acacia Strain is now more like that. Like they bring, they tour with those metalcore bands, but they also tour, they bring, they bring hardcore bands on tour with them. Like yeah. they're, they're kind of like, because a lot of this, like, like remembering Never, for example, their, their roots are in hardcore. Yeah. But they also love death metal. Um, so like it's it's interesting the difference because like a band like and they also wanted to be poison the well for a second. Exactly. Well, every band from Florida wanted to be poison the well <laughs> for true. a second. <laughs> um like a band like a day to remember. I don't I mean I think they listen to Hatebreed, but I think that's where it stops. I don't think they're they're riding for uh for for scowl or gel. Um whereas like a case strain. They might have fucked with like seven star. Yeah. Yeah. And I bet, I mean, every, I think, especially in that time, every band was listening to TUI. So, like, I, that's the example I always use, but that doesn't work anymore. Sure. Um, you can say turnstile. That's true. But that's the new TUI and yeah. leaps and bounds above. Like, I think, I think all those metalcore bands love TUI. I bet, yeah. I bet fucking Franzilla, I bet he loves TUI. <laughs> um so yes i like i don't love this stuff anymore uh it's like uh a lot of it's nostalgic for me and we we have a rating system and that sometimes is skewed sometimes is skewed by my nostalgia but also i think i've given records i've never listened to a higher rating yeah and then um, also it, like it's I think it makes us be more honest about like the music because it's, 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 we're not like clouded by like, Oh, this band was lame Mm -hmm. or or whatever. Like, like, Oh, like this wasn't a cool band. And so, or like, Oh, this band was super big or is still super big or now a radio rock band. Mm -hmm. And the the next thing you know, they're the highest one on the list. Yeah. Not saying who, but we're just saying. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Scientifically, one of the greatest records on this list. Um, so yeah, let's 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 talk about the rubric. So, I listen to some podcasts that rate stuff, and Stanley this, Rubric. This show, Stanley Rubric. Um, um, this is not a movie podcast. I can't start talking about movies, Isai. Um, 
but yeah, so I made up, we, well, we together made up a rubric. So the first one is mosh worthy. Uh, we rate all these, each category out of five, and then average, average it out with both of ours. So mosh worthy is like, yo, can you mosh to it? Do the breakdowns hit? Are the breakdowns sick? Are they boring? Is there, could they do more? Um, repeatability. How will you come back to this? Um, will you, I mean, I listened to these records at least three times and yeah. it's like, was it easy to listen to three times or was it a fucking chore? And I almost quit the show. Um, when I listened to from autumn to ashes seven times, uh, <laughs> I gotta stop spoiling that. Maybe that's the first episode we put out, even though it'll be out of order recorded. Yeah. Um, does it hold up uh, musically, lyrically? Um, like, I mean, a lot of this stuff is misogynistic, and we're trying to we're trying to see if that holds up. Or like, um, and then also like on the other part, like musically, is it still kind of cool, or is it like, oh, this is fucking cheesy, you know? Mm-hmm. Or or was it just bad, or was it boring? And like maybe we were just um at the time just so hungry for like new music and stuff like that or like especially like as you get these like smaller underground metalcore bands Mm -hmm. it's like oh maybe you just kind of wanted to be the cool kid that was listening to fucking bloodline calligraphy or whatever because that was me you weren't like because they weren't the biggest bands like yeah you don't know about this band but i do i listen to society's finest or whatever (laughs) i love the lord and i love hate breed all right (laughs) um influence did oh aesthetic uh does like the record cover match what the band sounds like does the way they look match what they sound like like the general aesthetic of the band like that's not like a huge deal in like hardcore now i don't think it, it is i don't think bands try and like sometimes bands tried really hard yeah, and so I think like there's a difference between trying and then trying really hard. Exactly. Um, and it's and also like we were kind of doing it like with press photos of them at that time too. Like, exactly. Like does music their, videos and like, like does their look match like the album art? Does it match like their sound? Like does everything is it a cohesive package? Exactly. Exactly. Um, and then influence. Did this band influence other bands? Um, or were they a carbon copy of another band? Did they influence bands or people to get into this stuff? And this is very record specific as well. Exactly. Right. It's hard to do it by band. We have to yeah. do it by record. And that's like the goal of the show. We're oh, I didn't even say that. Uh we will listen to a full record, track by track, talk about it, track by track. And then give it the rating. So, like, um, we're doing full records. Um, so we are trying to keep it to that record when we're when we're talking about it. Well, if we've never talked about a band, we'll give a brief overview, um, our our histories with the band, stuff like that. But yeah, yeah. Um, so we decided to give you a little, little, little taste. We're doing three songs, not a full record. So it's not going to be like a, um, a big one. I think we'll come back to this record. Yeah. I think it's a big deal. Um, even though I never listened to it ever. Um, Isai recently played with a band called Unearth. 
Yeah. In a uh, fucking basement of a El Cora Shriners. Little yeah, how fucking funny hats. Well, were they there? I mean, I don't like they were, Shriners. I mean, I think probably the people working like. Well, because Duck Club bought it. Yeah. I, I, so I, I, it's I not going to be. Bartender guy, maybe, but they have okay. all the pictures and shit, and they're wearing their stupid hats. Okay, so they haven't done the remodel yet. <laughs> um, yeah, so Unearth came recently. Um, nice. quickly, history with Unearth. Um, I saw like the New England Metal and Hardcore Fest and then Hellfest DVDs, and they were on it. I thought they were really fucking cool, just like style of music they're playing hit. Um, they look like they had a lot of fun on stage mm. um, and they had cool breakdowns. Um, and so then the oncoming storm was out and I'm like, this is the fucking best. It was like metal and then also like hardcore breakdowns, mm-hmm. like, like these big, just metal core, just breakdowns. And to me, it's like, oh, like they don't do like the, like a bunch of clean singing or choruses. Like it's very like. It wasn't like let's say like a band around that same time like a Treyu. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like that. It was very, I don't know. It felt like cool and like raw almost. Yeah. It's it like, remind. Oh. It reminded me of Killswitch a lot, except without it, the the clean singing. Yeah, it, it just seemed like it was like a little bit more rooted in in like the core aspects of it, while also musically very metal, but like the aesthetic wasn't. Which I, mm-hmm. I guess like I, I related with that because like I love metalcore still do, but it's like I still like the core aspects of it as well, and not just like you know oh cool they're playing fast riffs. It's like no, I want the other shit. And yeah, you want, like that though that that eth- like those ethos, you know. Exactly. That's what I go for. Yeah. Um. I never listened to them. Uh, Brian and Brandon, who are in your band, um. I think the only shirts they owned were Unearth shirts. So I just saw the name all the time. Never saw him. Never heard him. Um, but I listened to him the, uh, this week, and it it it, it is sick. So let's let's start. Uh, these songs are all from the Oncoming Storm, right? Yep. And I just three I songs. Just picked, I just picked the hits for me. Yeah. So uh, let's start with uh, the Great Dividers. Um, Riff mania in the beginning. Yeah, it really is. Like I, I love the beginning of that just because it like it kind of just tells you exactly like what's gonna happen in the song. It just <laughs> starts fast drum beat and then just fucking like Swedish metal riffs just going nuts. They play seven strings guitars, and so it just oh. it's, it's heavy, it's fast, and then they have some good like sing along parts. I don't know, they just this song just kind of really hits it. Yeah, the vocals almost sounds swedish like the swedish metalcore like yeah. isn't that in flames aren't they the like biggest the, yeah know. they're they're a big influence like, uh, they're like more like melodic death metal like but like that riffing, yeah. like, in flames riffing yeah um but um i feel like this band's a heavy influence on august burns red that makes sense um and like that just i mean it's the whole style that started with probably at the gates like <laughs> every band ripped off at the gates. Um, but uh, we got some cool talking on this song. The riffs are melodic. Like um, I remember Brian and Brandon again, were in this band called Denver and they would play riffs. That was like, 
they were just sounded so cool together because they weren't no one was playing like a normal like part while someone else was playing a lead they were both just like shredding in unison but like different parts that went together really well and honor does that and it's dope i know the part you're talking about on this song too that really does it it's like a riff. It's like do 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 do, and it's like they're harmonizing the the parts, so both guitars are doing it. Yeah. Um. I also like that they play fast. Yes, very fast. Oh, because it helps. It helps like break things up and keep the pace on other things. Yes. And then they also love a good lead into a breakdown. Yeah, breakdown lead-ins are so so dope. I love it. Um, Especially because it's like it, like it calls for like that participation, like when you're watching it live, like it, mm-hmm. it calls for like, especially like the the end of this song. It's like you know, divide our world. Like they have like that whole gang chant, like call out before yeah. everything, and it's like that. That's built for sharing the mic, that kind of crowd, you know. Yeah, and then then they play a Pantera ass breakdown. <laughs> they do like a nice little slow like like it's cool it's dope um lyrically it's very very political like not yeah. in like a way that i was surprised by um but like it's about war and our leaders being horrible and like you think this would be dated but it's timeless <laughs> yeah and i think that's one of the the things about some of like when you get lyrics like that it's like it's always probably gonna fucking be there yeah does hate mean freedom take over the world divide our home does hate mean freedom yep yeah it's cool i I really like that song and like it's a great that's the opener to the album and so it literally starts out just super fast with a cool riff it's like okay this is what we're getting Mm -hmm. which is cool very minimal singing and it's it's used as an accent not as a big chorus was there singing in it? I didn't even mm-hmm. notice. Or was it like the the yell singing kind of thing? Yeah. Because on the last song, there's some like clean singing. Yeah. No, it's um. There's yeah. It's just like they just they pepper it in. Okay. I don't. I guess I didn't notice. Wow. Um. This lying world. Duh. There's the one open. reason I I wanted to make you listen to this one. Is because literally at the end of the song, and they're going into a breakdown, it says breakdown. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone I heard that, I'm like, that's the fucking coolest. Yeah. And when I heard it, I was like, that's pretty corny. But the breakdown rocks. I, I, um, here's a, a fun fact for you I must have that breakdown the other day. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. It was the um, breakdown, breakdown. <laughs> Did he do it? Did he do it live? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, how many 35-year-olds were at that show? What was the ratio of 35-year-olds to... Uh, what? Well, yeah. Honestly, there was a good amount of old heads there. I That's mean, what I thought. Like, there was, like, a lot of people I hadn't seen at shows in maybe a decade. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, Lane? Could... <laughs> Just <laughs> name drop all the local people? <laughs> no. Um <laughs> But yeah, there were some people there that, like, I I remember, like, at the we'll reference this place a billion times at the yes. venue. the venue in Boise used to be a venue shut down. We get into it a lot, um, but like, I saw this dude there that was a, a few years older than me, and like, I used to remember seeing him like in like oh five oh six, and like never saw him again, and he was just there, 
and he yeah. moshed and he moshed like back then and it, it like brought me back for a second. Stationary? Yes, it was so great. I miss the stationary and mosh so much. Yeah. So I, I would say it was a good amount. Okay. Um but the show did well. Hell yeah. Um I really like the opening to this song. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a dissonant breakdown, which I also like that they added, especially at the time. Mm-hmm. I loved this. I still use dissonance. Yeah, it rocks. Um, I, uh, there's another uh, hardcore podcast called Hard Lore uh, with the dude from Twitching Tongues and Harm's Way, and one of them doesn't like it, and I think he's wrong. So, yeah, if yeah. you can do it right, like some of the best breakdowns have it. Yeah. Um, there's a gallop there. The drums are like gallopy and then it goes into a two-step part and like keeps that. And I think that's so sick. It makes it so interesting to like, there, this band isn't cookie cutter. Like everything after this band is cookie cutter. Um, but like this record right here, like it's even now it feels fresh. It sounds fresh, even though it has all these elements that I've heard before. But it's like, oh, this is at least some sort of origin point for all this. Mm-hmm. Or, or like at least like popularized it or like did it almost like some kind of the best. It's like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It's like mm-hmm. it may not have been the first, but like they de- definitely did it really well. Yeah. And yeah. I think, I think also they topped themselves out here. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of bands and that's just anything with life. Like you're gonna have that where maybe you kind of pop yourself out on something, and that's fine. Like that is like that's I think sometimes it get looks like it gets looked at as a bad thing. Like the new thing you created wasn't your best thing. It may not be, but also like be stoked that you had something at first at least, or you had something yeah. somewhere in your journey, and they really did. They've literally made a career off of that record. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, they just played. They're on a tour, and yeah, it's a small tour, but that's kind of more sick. They, they were headlining bigger rooms, and like the tour package oh, itself was okay. bigger. Um, story time. I yeah. was I was on vacation, um, on a little trip to the coast. I'm there, and I was about to just dig into the, just a big old crab dinner. Yeah, but for lunch, <laughs> sick. I had three crab meals in a row. I was hell fun. yeah. It was great, but um, I got a call from Alex who books shows, and he's like, "Hey, I, um, yeah, do you guys want to play with Unearth?" They um, contacted uh, somebody who then put them in touch with Alex, and they're like, "Hey, we have an off date like on our big headliner with like some other bands that are like kind of fairly popular like in the that that world, um, yeah, the bigger room metalcore world and like that kind of thing," and so they're like. Hey, we don't want to have an update. We just want to play a show. Can you book us something? And so he's like, "Yeah, for sure. I'm gonna." And so he essentially booked like a a hardcore show, but for like a metalcore band or a metal band, you know, which is cool because like that's their roots, and it was just really fun to to have that. But yeah, it literally is a thrown together show in like three weeks that did really well, and you don't get to have that kind of all the time. So it just it was a it was a cool thing. Like it's like when we saw Code Orange in a basement. It's like that yeah. kind of vibe, you know? It's like... After they played Mayhem. Yeah, it's like, this shouldn't be happening, but it is, and you get to experience shit like that. It's like seeing from, like, from a second-story window, like, they played, like, a house show here. 
like in Boise. Yeah. And then I, they played the venue twice in one weekend. Yeah, I played with them, one of them. <laughs> what? What bands were they on tour with? Um, I think it was... Like was a it Upon a Burning place. Body? Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, I, anyway. I, I also played with them, too, once. They you played with from, all of them? They, they bought weed from one of our friends. Oh, that makes sense. But you can't, I bet you can't guess which one. One of your friends? One of our friends. Scott? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep, just one. That's it. <laughs> um, this is a, a lyrically, um, it's a song about like being wary in the world and not trusting everything you see. Um, yeah, well-written lyrics, um, vaguely poetic, but like not annoying. And... Yeah. They're, yeah, and again, extremely, like, almost political band. This is, like, the movie they live as a as a song. And then also, it has a breakdown that has a breakdown. Yeah, that's the first thing you said, so I skipped that part, but... No, yeah. I want to bring it back to it. <laughs> and I mushed. And I was tired. Like, I bet live it's so dope, but, like, listening to it, I was like, that's corny, but if what? I was, if I was 16 I... listening to this, that would have been fucking tight. That's what I was about to say. I was 16 when I first heard it. I'm like, this is so fucking cool. He says breakdown, and then there's a breakdown? Fuck yeah. Just fucking swinging like an idiot. It's no, it's no disrespect your surroundings, though. What is? <laughs> Endless. This is my favorite on her song. Um, it riffs dope. so hard. It riffs so hard. I love the, like, there's a little bit of singing. I love the call out to the breakdowns, like both of them, especially mm-hmm. like the, that first one because it's like da 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 da, and it has just like the kick drum going, and then there's like that bendy dissonance chord in the background, and then mm-hmm. a call out like it's so sick, like it just hits yeah. everything. Like, yeah, like I have the, a question for you. Yeah, do you think Winds of Plague got their name from this song? No. Okay. There's Winds a. Play, it sounds very metal. It's true, but there's a line in here that they just say Winds of Plague. But I brought, yeah, brought you to the Winds of Plague. Yeah. It's probably like, from the Bible. I love the fucking, like, the call. It's like a barren future, all too real, and still I try. And like, endless fight. Bam, ba-dum, ba-dum, ba-dum. And the breakdowns are so sick. Like, yeah. they're so heavy, they're choppy, but it's like not in a weird way. I don't know. Like, it just hits on here. Yeah, and the singing fits. Um, towards the end, there's a slipknot part and then a slipknot breakdown, and you know I'm down for that. Was that the what? What parts is that? That do 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 like yeah. that part? But like, and the drums are like fast, you know, like but it hits- really in tune, like really rhythmic, and it's like a little off. It's it. The only way I can describe it is it sounds like slipknot. <laughs> And then I have like that sick two step with that, like 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 that two step so sick, and then it just like hits right into that breakdown again. Yeah. And then it just fucking goes, and then I fucking mosh. Yeah, it's 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 so sick. Also, we got to cover Slipknot. I think like two records fit. I think two records fit our criteria. I probably do. Maybe one, maybe one. But anyway, Slipknot rocks. Um, yeah, and this is 
lyrically, this is just a fucking hatred song. It's just a song about <laughs> endlessly fighting your demons, and it's it's simple, it's to the point, and it's fucking good. Yeah, it's like just like like a barren future all real, and I still try to seek up and find the flame. I still and I still try inside, like just saying, "Hey, I, I'm fucking trying." Yeah, endless fight, 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 fight. It's yeah. It's like I, I, time to clean my wounds. Can I win my own battle and sign it out? You know. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, let's rate it. Um. This is not going to be completely accurate, and it's not going to be like canon to the episode. Um. But we just want to give you a taste of what uh, we're going to be doing. Uh, Moshworthy. Um. Uh. Yeah. Fucking five out of five. Yeah. I mean, we got to like it's. It's it's got it all. We did three songs. And these three uh, songs have it all. Yeah. Um, that's usually like usually an entire album. Like if there's some standout tracks, it brings down the rating. But we just did the hits. So repeatability. Uh, yeah. I mean, I. Five. Yeah. I, I would say five. Like for these three <laughs> tracks, because like, these are the tracks that I was stoked that were still in the set list. Yeah. Um, you know what? I'm going to give it a four because I think the b- yelling breakdown is corny. Oh, how dare you? <laughs> um, does it hold up? I would say yes. Five. Yeah, five. These songs hold up very, very much. I, I'm, I'm not trying to disparage on Earth. I think they're great. They were, yeah. fucking, they were awesome. But some of their stuff, like after this, I just could not get into. But this yeah, one... of course. And like, that's the thing. Like, if we're, we're too two dudes with opinions and like that doesn't mean those opinions are right it's just what we think and we scientifically prove it there's a rubric it's true but it's still us deciding stanley rubric fake the moon landing (laughs) i mean don't get me started 2001 is probably the best movie ever made okay um i love it so much you never watched how high no i think no, it was Friday. No, I've never seen How High. Great. That's I've never seen the only made. movie Isai likes. Thank you. I like the other movies now. <laughs> um, aesthetic. I mean, I've looked at this record cover. I've looked at them. You know what you're getting. <laughs> they, they, they all look like, like kind of like metal dudes. So you, like, you know you got the riffing and everything. But their pants were tighter. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, influence. I would say it's like a like a three five, three point five. Yeah, because yeah. I think they're in the middle. Yeah, I think they okay. did influence people, but I don't yeah. think they were the biggest one. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's except for me, except for me. Now I'm going to. Yeah. They break down Ooh. before every breakdown. Hell yeah. We broke the Meltzer scale on one of these, so I was like, what? We give a six. Anyway, we'll talk about it later. Um, so, after that, uh, we've got Moshworthy, five. Repeatability, 4.5. Does it hold up? Five. Aesthetic, five. Influence, uh, 3.5, with a final score of 23, which I think makes it the highest rated one. But it's not canon. When we do the whole record, it might change. It probably um, will. But yeah, so that's a little taste of what we're gonna do. 
Um, we hope you like it. Um, we're we've worked. I would say we've worked mildly hard on this. Um, There's actual effort that's been put into it. So yeah, like um, we're not. We we outsourced our artwork uh, by the great Chris Mollett from Youth Energy. Um, it I just gave him. I was like, "Yo, make make something of this era," and he killed it. You can go to our Instagram page and check it out. Uh, our Instagram's getting the pit. Twitter's getting the pit. Um, I think. Well, oh God, is there a pod after it? I'm bad at this. Um. They're both the same, so that's good. Um, it's get in the pit pod, which is I know is a lot, but it's easy. So, and I'll put links in the notes. You know all that, all that good stuff. Um, if you listen to this and you think you're interested, um, listen, like, review, subscribe. Um, I think tell your, it's tell your friends. Yeah, tell all your friends. Um, we won't be covering that record. Um, why not? It's not heavy at all. No. Maybe on our... So here's my main goal for this show. I want enough of you listeners to listen so that we can have a Patreon and do this with non-heavy records. Um, and I really want to make Isai listen to Pinkerton by Weezer, uh, which is a top five record for me, even though the lyrics are horrendous. Um, even though the band is horrendous. Um, no, Pinkerton's is a is musically is a perfect record. Um, it is not. Um, but um, I want to make Eastside listen to Weezer and the Counting Crows and other shit that I like that doesn't fit this. Um, because I want to hear him shit on it after listening to it. He shits on it now, but I want to hear him shitting shit on it after he like pays attention to a record. So, um, yeah, tell your friends. Um, we hope you, you like this. If you don't, that that's dope too. Um, we don't care. We're doing this ultimately for us, but we'd like to get a little coin in our pocket. I'm not lying. I ain't going to front. We're back. There was a little, a little, uh, technical stuff. That's what happens with podcasts all the time. Um, but yeah, like I said, tell your friends, listen to this. Um, if you you're roughly 35 years old and grew up on this. If you like new stuff, uh, tell us records you want to hear. We've probably got them on our list, but we'd like to add more. Uh, we're running the gamut. We're doing this. We're doing it. We're doing Send it. us your old high school bands. Yes. If you played in the old metalcore band, give that to us. I want that more than anything. Yeah, and yeah, we're going to give it the treatment, but like... Um, if it fucking rocked, we'll tell you it rocked. Also, send us your current bands. I just like to hear. Yeah, we like to hear new stuff. I I thought about like talking about current music on this a little bit, but like we can't because we're like we've got episodes from uh, June of last year. So yeah. <laughs> um. But again, shout out to to Chris from Youth Energy for our artwork. Um. Go to Youth energy on instagram or whatever or uh his website youth energy uh just google youth energy you'll find it he makes the coolest shit i have like three or four of his shirts um shout out to isai for our theme song um that may or may not change um as we, we may or may fit. not we may or may not talk about it in other episodes too yeah 
Um, and um, shout out to you. Uh, get in the pit pod on Instagram and Twitter. Hit us up. Uh, tell your friends. Enjoy it. Mosh. Live, laugh, mosh. That's, that's it right there. <laughs> Live, laugh, mosh. <laughs>